everybody. It's Jill. Welcome to Mirror Studies. I'm your host, Jill. Yes, you are. And I'm your co-host, Lucas. Welcome to episode 13 of Mayor Studies, where once again, Jill is cracking up in the intro, which is a tradition unlike in any other. Okay, in my defense, mm -hmm. the first intro I was fine Yeah. until we both started talking at the same time. And then I started laughing because we don't edit, but we will do a restart when necessary. We will. But I, I, I honestly love when you crack up at the beginning. It's so fun for me. I think if we did a poll, no one else really would appreciate it. Um, sometimes I do things just for my own amusement. <laughs> hey, so this is episode 13. We are covering a song that you chose uh -huh. by you, the audience, not you being Jill, but no. you, the audience, chose In Your Atmosphere. I'm so excited about this because it has always been one of my favorites. You didn't know as much about it. I was unfamiliar with the song. Mm -hmm. Like when he played it live, I was had to look What's it up. Happening? Yeah, yeah, I had to look it up when we saw him at the at the forum. I was like, what song is this? And I was like texting you from the mm -hmm. show like, hey, this song is playing and people are going nuts and I don't even know what it is. So That happens. Yeah. So before we get into the song, which I'm so excited about, and my gosh, did we have an abundance of Instagram feedback on it, which oh, makes awesome. sense because they chose it. Right. Uh, we'll talk about John in the news. So I had mentioned before there was all this flooding in Montana. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. And so John posted that people should still go on vacation there because people are canceling because of it. And he's he has his home there. And when he gets off tour, that's where he's headed mm -hmm. and that he's going to have some really fun events. So guess who's going to Montana? <laughs> are you really? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say me and you. I was, I was so excited um, for that. I mean, would I go to Montana? Props. It looks pretty. Yeah, I don't... I mean, if John Mayer was there. <laughs> right, right. For a John Mayer-related event. Yeah, I mean, I prefer... In Los, well, actually, I would prefer, like, an Ontario or Inland Empire John Mayer event. But there I would, we go. Uh, yeah, Montana, I mean, it looks like it's really gorgeous. And depending on what kind of event he's having, mm -hmm. I would definitely... I'm, de I'm going to keep an eye on it. Okay. And I really have a lot of discretionary income because I just spent all my money at Kohl's on overalls, as we just discussed yeah. in detail. Uh, so let's get into the song bio because that's all I got for news. Okay. Uh, so this song is from Where the Light Is, the live album. Mm -hmm. One of the many live albums that John Mayer has released. This one came out in 2008. It was recorded actually in December of 2007 here in Los Angeles. Um, and this song only exists as a live version right. on that record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he's, it's been floating around for a while. I was able to find a video online of him playing it in 2005. Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, the song's been around for a while. He said that he wrote it uh, on the tour bus in Birmingham, Alabama. Actually, yeah. Um, and it's in a fine tradition of songs about L.A. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just like so many songs about... I, I, I want to do this someday when I'm bored enough. Do this game of like ranking all the cities based on the songs that are written about them. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, this I feel is like, like a good Instagram account. I feel like New York's gonna win. Probably. But I think LA will be second. a contender. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be a contender. So. I wonder where Montana ranks. Well, Montana's a state. Oh, so. yeah, I don't know geography. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever noticed we play categories? I skip the geography question because I legitimately uh -huh. do not. Like, it's bad. So I am kind of a geography buff. You would be. But only because of, like, by necessity. Because I have the world's worst sense of direction. Mm. I get lost constantly everywhere. So okay. I'm always looking at maps because if I don't have a strong frame of reference for yeah. where things are, 
I will be absolutely lost. And being lost is like my least favorite thing because it happens to me so often. Mm -hmm. And it's just like totally disorienting. Like where is things? I get lost at the mall, right? One so. time you drove us mm -hmm. to like Newport because our friend was having a birthday party on a cruise. Mm -hmm. And I had the map turned the wrong way and I got us lost and you got really mad. Because the boat could leave without us. Oh, yes. So. <laughs> you know, I'm just so much better off when I have somebody who's with me who can just say, I love you, take a right. You know. Oh my God! Well played. Thank you. Um, I like Siri. That's how I get everywhere. I'd also like to say, even though this is off topic, off topic, before we move on, that once I tried out for a game show and I made it to the third and final round, mm -hmm. and it was the last set of questions, and it was geography related. Oh no! And it's more my insecurity about knowing geography that tripped me up, and mm -hmm. I got axed from the show because of that, and I could be like ten thousand dollars richer right wow. now and more famous. We tried out for a game show together. We did. There was no geography in that. And no. we did make it on the show, but they were so difficult. It was a big group. It was like five of us. Yeah. It was so hard to get the schedules and right. And getting the scheduling down, yeah. yeah. We, we were had only like, going to win like $2,000. Like we had to split it. Five ways, yeah. That's yeah. what. I mean, we'd have to split $2,000 five ways. I know. That's Yo, what I'm okay. saying. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know if they knew. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Anyways, yeah. So <laughs> so, th so that's, that's the song bio. A lot of people are asking, like, why has he never recorded it? Mm -hmm. Like a studio version. And the rumor is, I wasn't able to find the substantiated by John himself, but I did see it appear in a couple different places, that for him, once he put it on where the light is as a live song, that kind of set the standard for the song. Mm. And so it, he's fine with it just kind of existing as this live song. I'm comfortable with it existing that yeah. way. No, Now live, when he does it live, he doesn't usually do the coda, like the very, very end part of the song. Mm -hmm. But I did watch a video where uh, somebody in, uh, towards the front held up a sign that said, play the end of In the Atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, I don't know it. I'm going to go learn oh. it. So he played the In Your Atmosphere stop. So I don't uh -huh. know it. I'm going to go learn it. This isn't going to benefit you, but just think about all this you're doing for all these future concert goers. Who yeah, do it. it doesn't benefit the person right? with the sign. And then he was like, hold on. He's like, no, 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 no. All right, I can fake it. Let's go. And then he, and he jumps into it. Cool. And then at the end, he's like, I remembered. It came back to me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have something to say about the song bio. Yeah. It's supposed to be about Jennifer Aniston. It is definitely not about Jennifer Aniston. Because you just, when you said the dates, you know, you're confident in those, right? I'm confident because, because of the dates. Instagram really wanted us to find out if it was about Aniston, and it sounds like it's not. I actually did see that. Either you sent that to me or I saw that in the comments or you something. You saw it in the comments. So I, I did specifically look for that. Timing does not line up whatsoever. Interesting. Yeah. We're just about there, to, we blew that case wide open. There's video that I'm pretty comfortable with the date of, mm -hmm. of him playing, I'm going to get real specific on you right now, mm -hmm. May 20th. 2005, 52005, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, uh, in Atlanta at Eddie's Attic. Mm -hmm. And I got some great Eddie's Attic stories actually about John Mayer. Okay. Um, he's performing, he, there's a video of him performing it live. And mm -hmm. that's 2005. Yeah, no. And they didn't even start dating for two years until two years after that. So. Like, it was so hard for me when he dated Jennifer Aniston mm -hmm. because if I had to name like the top five like actresses who I think are the most beautiful, the coolest, I also love the character they play. Right. I mean, Jennifer, you're a big Friends fan. I am, and she's like iconic, mm -hmm. and yeah, I just I can't compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> I probably can't compete with any of his girlfriends, but that one hurt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and even aside from that, that you know, this was recorded. He recorded it in 2007. They weren't mm -hmm. broken up at that point. So. Well, then why does everyone think it's about her? Because everyone thinks every John Mayer song is about Jennifer Aniston. No, just or, this one. Or Jennifer Love Hewitt, or Katy Perry, yeah. or some famous person that. You know, the, the fact is he's dated a lot of people and heartbreak well, everyone has. Heartbreak isn't special because that person is a celebrity, right? Mm -hmm. Heartbreak is is special because that person was important to you, whether yeah. they're important to the rest of the world or not. I hate heartbreak. So, yeah. 
Well, no, that's my overwhelming takeaway. I was listening to this song, mm-hmm. right? And just, uh, I was driving home from a rehearsal last night, listening to the song, and I was like, breaking up sucks. It really does. This song does such a great job of so I just talking don't date about anyone. why it sucks. It's safer over here. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, do you have anything else for song bio? Um, okay, so let me tell you a quick Eddie's Attic story. Go for since, it. Since, we, since I brought that up. You can mm-hmm. watch the video online. But uh, he's from, he's not from Atlanta, but mm-hmm. he, after Berkeley, moved to Atlanta. Yes. And started his music career right. in Atlanta. And kind of like, cut his teeth at Eddie's Attic. Eddie's Attic has a songwriting contest, a annual songwriting contest mm-hmm. that he won. Of course. And he won a thousand dollars. That was like a surprise. Yeah. So he's like the most famous alumni of that. But some <laughs> other pretty funny. famous people have, have come through there too. Sean Mullins, who you may remember from he had some songs that were pretty popular back in the Dawson's Creek era. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Nettles, who is the singer mm-hmm. for Sugarland, um, also won as well. So it's you know some pretty uh, people who've gone to pretty big things. Um, and later in his career, so he's now famous and he's back there and he just wanted to do a cool thing for this place to help get him a start. Mm-hmm. So he tweets at 11 PM at night. Oh my God. I'm going to go do a set at Eddie's Attic oh, tonight. Oh no. Did they get overwhelmed? And so the, the, the place is packed out. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine, there's 300 people outside that can't get in cause it's not a huge place. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually set up speakers outside so oh, they can hear him inside. Cool. They said it's the only time they've ever done that. Aww. And he sat there and he played for like an hour and a half, just like him and his acoustic. Yeah. He was doing like Bob Dylan covers. He was just Aww, like, yeah. fun. Yeah, it was just such a cool thing. Oh, I would love to have been that. Like that version, a version of that for me is The Vault. And I would love mm-hmm. to hopefully to get big enough someday to like Go pay back that there. back of like, here's yeah. the place where I cut my teeth, where I grew yeah. up playing and kind of like launched the music thing. I know sometimes he plays at Hotel Cafe, which mm-hmm. is very small. Yeah. And I follow them on every platform, just waiting just for the Just in day. case. Yeah, and then I'll just zoom down to Los Angeles because, you know, I love doing that. Yep. Um, okay, so notable versions. Obviously, we know this is only yeah, accessible only live. Yeah, it only exists live, yeah. Um, I just want to say, because we're talking about notable versions that we'll get into later, that the outro has a very specific following. It's not just the song. People are very passionate about the outro, but... We'll discuss that more later. There's no video, obviously, because it was never a single. It's not mm-hmm. on any of the actual albums, but I will say that I appreciate it where it is. Yeah. Because that is an album. Mm-hmm. I know it's a live album, but still. And also, like, it exists as him and an acoustic guitar, right? Which is my, f- I mean, well, the, everything's my favorite. I feel like I say that all the time. But <laughs> just, I mean, when I think of when I saw him before, it was very much just a small band. And then right. they left and he was acoustic. So my oldest memories of John Mayer are like him and a guitar. Mm-hmm. And me being in front of the Olsen twins. Nice. <laughs> Well, and even like this tour, right? The where the where the light is, or this the show that was recorded. It's like the there's three sections, right? This him and acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and that's where this song comes yeah. in. Yeah. Then he did some stuff with the trio, and then he did his full right. band stuff. Like, he exists in numerous different capacities, and he can do everything. Yeah, I don't know if he went to the studio recorded that it would sound really all that different than what we have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so the, I I think from a creative standpoint, that's why he's never put it on a record. Mm-hmm. He's like, what am I? gonna do that i didn't already no. do on yeah, it it's perfect that's what the song is yeah so let's discuss the song meaning it sucks to break up accurate, <laughs> accurate. that's what i put too it's so relatable which i say a lot mm-hmm. I, you can totally identify with it very honest mm-hmm. i know i felt this way i know my friends have felt this way I have, I love it. I love it so much. It just strikes such a chord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obvious what it's about. I mean, I don't think that, that we need to dive into it. And I love that it's acoustic because I feel like the acoustic matches the vibe mm-hmm. of the lyrics and the message and the feeling. 
Yeah, I think there's been a lot of comments I've seen out there about people living just kind of like the rawness of it. Yeah. Both in his performance, its production, and the content of the song. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was the shortest song meaning discussion ever because it's so obvious there's nothing to read into it. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot to read into the lyrics, though. Yeah, so let's dive into that. Would you like to know my favorite lyric? I would like nothing better. Okay, so start at the very top and then just read the whole song. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Because there's some stuff here that I don't understand. Okay, well, we'll get into it. Okay. So first, I would like to say my very favorite lyric, although I have four, is because I die if I saw you, I die if I didn't didn't see see you there. there. Because that is the vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to your spot with Mm -hmm. your friends, and you know that person might be there. Like, oh my God, I will literally die if I see them. Right. But also, oh my God, I will literally die if I do not see them. (laughs) Because that is, especially if you're in a relationship with that person, that is like your place, Mm -hmm. and you associate that place with mm-hmm. them and either it's like, way it's bad it's just it's such an empty and otherworldly and alien feeling to go there alien. and them not be there yeah you know it's just like what dystopian also, hellscape is this <laughs> it's also a dystopian hellscape mm-hmm. to see them there but they're not there with you oh it's a whole different type of torture mm. i so i once when me and my wife were split up accidentally walked in on her on a date awkward yeah because you know we're talking about want to go to la anymore like Mm -hmm. i thought i had thought that we had successfully divvied up the cities right Mm -hmm. riverside was hers Mm -hmm. redlands was mine Mm -hmm. so i went out redlands one night not thinking anything and walked in and she was there with some other guy and it was just like so scarring like redlands is supposed to be mine i was like okay i can't go anywhere anymore i'm not going to la anymore i do not love that for you yeah that hurts my heart i'm sorry that happened i'm glad it's all better (laughs) yes it's all better now it's all good um but yeah i uh I totally understand that feeling of like, yeah, actually seeing, not seeing them there is bad, but walking in and seeing them, especially Mm -hmm. like, you know, when they're not yours anymore is like probably worse. Yeah. More torturous. So do you want me to share my other favorite lines or do you want to take a turn? No, go ahead. Okay. You can hear my paper because I had to pick it up with my eyes. (laughs) Um... I get lost on the boulevard at night without your voice to tell me, I love you, take a right. Mm-hmm. The 10 and 2 is the loneliest sight. The internet agrees with me about the 10 and 2. Talk to me about that. What, what, what do you think that means? So obviously we're talking about driving, right? You put your yeah. hands at 10 and 2. The 10 and 2 is the loneliest sight. Is that because if you're driving like this, you're not like holding somebody's hand in the passenger seat? Oh, I thought it was like the 10 freeway. Oh, no. Is there a 2 freeway? There is a 2 highway at Santa Monica. Yeah, no, then I stick with that these are freeways, and this is where this girl lived. Is that what you think? Oh, I've never thought of it as 10 and 2, because I just feel like John Merritt does not drive with his hands at 10, 10 and, two. and 2. 10 and 2. I'm teaching my son to drive. He has his hands at 10. I never have my hands at 10 and 2, do you? Uh-huh. Uh, probably. Really? Yeah. Well, down low. Anyway, okay. I, I've t- Okay, so this is what it means to me. Okay. He doesn't think he wants to go to Los Angeles anymore Mm -hmm. because he gets lost on the boulevard at night Mm -hmm. because A, the girl who lives there isn't with him. Two, it could be a metaphor for more like lost in thought, my emotions. And she's not there to say how much she loves him, talk to him in the car and tell him which way to go, Mm -hmm. whether it be a metaphor of in life and their relationship or literally. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that a 10 and 2, I thought it said the 10 and 2 is the loneliest sign the whole, that's how oh, I've been singing it this uh-huh. whole time. But then when I looked up the lyrics, it said sight. Yeah. So. So for our international slash non-California listeners. There are a few of those, yeah. The 10 freeway Goes to Los is, Angeles. is like the, the major freeway kind of in California. And it's mm-hmm. a it's a tr- uh, interstate mm-hmm. highway. So you can take the 10 like 
through several states in the in the U.S. But the ten is the major freeway where we live. Um, the two is not a freeway. It is a high, highway, and I'm pretty sure it's Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, that's why I'm saying no one here is saying that these are freeways. So I always thought he meant like wherever the 10 and 2 connect or uh -huh. that he took the 10 and 2 to her house. That is such a lonely site. That's why he can't go to Los Angeles anymore. He's not saying I can't drive anymore, so I can't have my hands at 10 and 2. But you've blown my mind because mm -hmm. yours makes sense too. Yeah. And I cannot wait to hopefully remember to put that as a poll on our Instagram next week. Yeah, I, because... I, dying to know now what it's, which one it is well so here's the issue like so this has been well documented i'm not the first person to bring this up in california mm -hmm. we say the 10 right the 405 right the 605 um and if you watch the snl skit the californians they make you know very com comedic yeah. effect of that yeah but that's not how you talk about things elsewhere mm -hmm. right and so would that would john talk about that because he's not from here or is it just because he he's only well heard people talking here. about it that way? You don't way. have to be from California to Because no one's ever said, oh, I-10. And he doesn't say the 10 and 2 is the only site. The 10 and the 2. You're right. That's so good, I, st that's I stand one. by my, and I'm one to waver. I stand by my analysis of the song. And I say, I think that, ironically, you proved my point that the the in the front the. of two is, is how, I mean, you only have to live here for six months. You can just visit and you yeah. start knowing how to talk about the freeways with the the. And it's funny because we started this whole thing off talking about how much I hate getting lost. And now here we're, we're back <laughs> you're, to, you're lost. yeah, I get lost on the boulevard at night. And you know, yeah, especially that. So down that area, the two, it's like Santa Monica, it's Sunset, it's Hollywood. It's like kind of the heart of uh like la you mm -hmm. know um or like hollywood it's more, yeah. like more hollywood license i think some people say the heart of la is like downtown but yeah okay um, yeah. i have more favorite lyrics keep it going i think i'm gonna stay wait i think i'm gonna stay gonna stay in the gray mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna stay and all the street lights say never mind never mind mm -hmm. and the canyon lines say never mind and sunset says we see this all the time never mind never you mind First of all, this is on an album that says where the light is. Keep me where the light is, right? And then we're staying in the gray. Mm -hmm. There's some other song where we talked about a gray light comparison. And now I can't think what it is. The Shadow Days. Notes. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I thought for sure Instagram was going to be filled with like why. Oh, he's in the gray, but it's mm -hmm. where the light is. And no one had anything. So I wanted to point that out. But also, I just love how... Like the landmarks mm -hmm. in the area are telling them, like, never mind, never you mind. We see this all the time. It's going to be fine. I just, I don't know. I love that. I love an inanimate object coming to life. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam. A little anthropomorphism. <laughs> wow. Sure. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, it's describing human characteristics to non human things. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> And then I also would like to say that at the outro, which is, I feel like a whole different podcast because people refer to it as like a second song or, uh -huh. you know, like it's a two song. I like when he talks about watching her life play out in pictures from afar and calls it her pretty life play out in pictures from afar. This is before Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I think the girl's famous or he's on MySpace. Yeah. Facebook potentially. And those are my favorite lyrics. So 75% nice. of the song are my favorite lyrics. What are yours? Uh, man, I love the, I love you. Take a right. Yeah. That's such that's such a me thing mm -hmm. because okay again so personal like I get lost a lot and it's a real thing that I hate yeah and so like if someone was just like I love you I under I accept your fault please like, take a right <laughs> yes I accept that this is take not something that you're that you're good at and I'm not frustrated at you I love you despite your imperfections mm -hmm. and just like I love you take a right 
That would I would melt. That would that would. Uh, there is something eat me so up. it feels like you're getting a little bit of insight into the car. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just feel like oh, that was so nice of you to give us that crumb of really detailed personal information, <laughs> even though it's basically nothing. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, so that's my favorite. I also really like the the chorus. I'm gonna steer clear or burn up in your atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Uh, that I I yeah I definitely feel that way. You just kind of like you can't can't be around because it's so painful and you just disintegrate into nothingness. Wow. That was graphic. Yeah. I, mean, um, that's how it feels, so I yeah. also like that he says steer clear because it's something my mom says mm -hmm. and I don't feel like it's something people say. Oh, okay. Do you, I mean, do you say that? Like, oh, steer clear of that. Um, I would use it on occasion, I mm -hmm. think. I think it's be part of my repertoire, but mm -hmm. it's not definitely in like most commonly yeah. used phrases. Of anybody. And my mom always says that and when someone's bothering me at work, she says, give them a wide berth. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm always like, I don't even know why I called. I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> See, I, I would say give players plenty space. Give players? Yeah. Like, like give players like plenty players? space. Yeah. Or you mean yeah. like players, like no. on a court? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, oh, like the person. Okay. I got yeah. You. Okay. What, what I, there's a couple things here that I don't understand that mm -hmm. maybe you can help me out with. One, one I want to talk about was the 10 and 2, what we already devoted some time to that. Yeah. Uh, hold on to your hotel key in your bedroom neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Me sleepwalking in Hollywood. I, had I don't follow with that any of that. Too. I I don't think I have the answers to that. Okay. Because why is she? If it's her hotel key, but we're also in her neighborhood. Does she live in a hotel? She could famous people live in hotels sometimes? Oh well, yeah. Oh, Especially. I, I solved the riddle. She lives in a hotel. Um, but what is a bedroom neighborhood and why is he sleepwalking in Hollywood? I don't understand. Well, any it's of her it. bedroom's neighborhood. Like, I understand that. Like, this is the neighborhood of her bedroom. What's he going to say? Your apartment? Like, this, yes. is that. this is more intimate. He doesn't care about her living room. He, he, he doesn't literally care about doesn't her care about her house. Her he doesn't care about any part of her other than just the bedroom. Where the magic happens. Uh, come He's on, John. John. <laughs> come on, John. No, don't eat me. I've listened to all the other lyrics. That checks out. That checks out. I stand by that. Okay. Now, him sleepwalking in Hollywood, is it like he's lost without her? So it's kind of just like he's sleepwalking? Mm-hmm. This is hard. I feel like I'm doing an English assignment. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do. Well, we... usually it's not hard. I know oh, the answer. Yeah. Well, and that's that was the the one thing for me is like usually his songs are like so well done, and I'm just like oh the, all all of it. I'll, I I vibe with all of it. This while I do vibe with a great deal of it. There's some of it that just is like okay, it's whatever. Yeah, that that's gonna bother me now. Mm. All right, I'm gonna move on. Anything okay. else about lyrics before you no, get to listen? No, that's it. Okay, well, hold your hold on to your hats. Okay, my hat is. I don't wear hats. Okay, usually, hold so. on to your jewelry. <laughs> All right. We have a lot of uh, feedback. I screenshot it this time, so I can't mess it up. Lisa T. Week says, "Live is my favorite. John, raw talent and vocals. The song is actually two songs in one. I would agree." I would too, and so I, don't, I, I wondered if I should bring this up. But I'm going to now that we've started this, this thing. Mm -hmm. So there is the there is the song, right? And so for me, the outro of the song is "I think I'm going to stay in the gray, stay in the gray, all the way up to sunset." Says we see this all the time. Never mind, never you mind. That for mm -hmm. me is the outro. Then that next thing he goes into the wherever I go, whatever I do, I would refer to that as like a coda. It's like kind of a tag on, but it's not necessarily part of the song. Right? It's just like the separate fragment that kind of like flies in. Very much like if I ever get around to living. Mm -hmm. Right? How it's just like, it's not like the rhythm, the timing, everything is different. He actually come to a stop yeah. to go into that. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of feels fragmentary. 
See, I thought the outro starts with wherever I go, whatever I do. I, the other part's part of the song to me. Yeah, so it's just like however you break it up. If, if I was like writing this out for somebody to learn, mm-hmm. like if we were like going to play the song, that's how I would write it out. I would call that part the outro because it's not the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the ending of the song proper. And then I would call the wherever I go, whatever I do, that sort of thing that's tagged on there as the end, as I would refer to it as a coda, which is just a musical term. Okay. Greg Manu 3 said, not trying, <laughs> I love this comment. I only put it because it was funny. Not trying to start a fight with anyone, oh. but it's his best song, no question. Nice. And I just love that he prefaced it with not trying to start a fight with anyone right. because it was in the chat box. So no one oh, else could God. see it. <laughs> so I was like, He didn't want to fight with you I'm specifically. Like, Do you think you and I are going to get in a fight? Like, I'm very comfortable with you liking the song. Yes. <laughs> At Matt Jones is cool says, feels like a stream of consciousness. Written from a place of doubt and sadness, all in one go. Mm. I think that's a good description. Mm-hmm. I sometimes wonder, too, if he just made up the outro while he was up there. Mm-hmm. You know? that That's how I've always decided. But I have no facts or data to back that up. That's just me deciding that. So when you said he didn't remember it, I was like, maybe he doesn't remember it because he made it up <laughs> while he was there. Uh, Trem Springs says, fantastic blend of guitar technique, vocals, and diverse songwriting. We didn't even talk about the guitar playing Not at the song, all. Which, is in, which is really, really great. Uh, it it's just shows you how like under the radar it flies, but mm-hmm. he's such a great guitar player, and just and also he's a really great songwriter. We focus on the lyrics here; that's mostly what we yeah. do. But as, just like his melodicism, uh, like the ability to write really catchy mm. riffs and lines and stuff like that. This song I've listened to probably ten different versions on YouTube. Just getting prepared for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Every time that opening harmonic, he'll hit just that harmonic and people start cheering because they know what it is. It's yeah. so recognizable. Yeah. He can get a couple notes in and everyone knows what the song is. And that's a real talent and a real gift and something that the rest of us are all aspiring to get to where right. you can recognize the song that quickly. Well, if it makes you feel better when your band started to play a John Mayer song, I knew within like one second. Yeah, because it's a John Mayer song. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but also I couldn't start screaming because like no one else around me knew it was happening. So right. I was like, I'm just going to clap quietly. Okay, BCUB says he sings to a love that seems far yet is so close, which I thought was accurate too because he obviously someone else wrote like he obviously has gone back to Los Angeles, which right. cracked me up. But I was like, accurate. He spends yeah. a lot of time there. Yes. Um, uh, a AP Cappy thirty four says it's just so relatable. Who hasn't felt like they can't go to a place that held meaning, which speaks to what you were saying? Because it still holds meaning, right? Yeah. The meaning didn't leave, the person did. Yeah. So the meaning has changed, and now the, you feel the loss even more so, right? You go to this place, and it used to be this thing that you did together, and now they're not there. And that's still drenched full of meaning, mm-hmm. um, but the meaning is just soured now. The, yeah. w- the well has been poisoned. Yeah. I, I feel that so much because I've, there's so many landmark places that still, even from my youth, mm-hmm. that I go back to and I just, I'm fine now, but I like think about that person or you get overwhelmed with memories. Yeah. You guys with your screen names. <laughs> Partheus underscore 2005 says, interesting piece of music as in the chord shapes and even the whole song structure. I don't know what a chord shape is. Uh, it's guitar. Yeah, that's so, how it sounds. Yeah, it's yeah. the way, yeah. Um, there's many different ways to play the same chord, mm-hmm. especially on, on guitar. So you can make various iterations and choices about like how you're going to voice that chord. Yeah. Um, what variation you might play. Okay. Um, and yeah. And then 
again, we've talked about the structure, so I agree the structure is uh, is interesting as well. So here's the comment I just referenced. Rosie083 said, apparently he still goes to LA. Shrugging right. emoji. All right. But that's the, the healing power of time. Several right? years have passed. Yeah, yeah. he could have. Well, I think he was going to L.A. then, too. The, he recorded the song in L.A. So, <laughs> Hey, you're right. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, you know, it could very much have felt in that moment of like, I, I'm just going to stay away from that city. While also knowing this is this transient feeling that's yeah. not going to stick. Yeah. And, you know, obviously time heals all wounds. It does. That shockingly does, even really mm. bad ones. Simply Stacy says, it has a heartbreaking line, I die if I saw you, die if I didn't see you. Yep, I agreed. brought a pictures out of many. That was a consensus. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to get a little lengthier. Okay. So, Anna Van Tassel, who we haven't heard from in a while. Mm. Anna. <laughs> she I, out here living her life. She it, started so strong. It's summertime now. How I'm sure dare we'll she not just on now. Monday mornings <laughs> says, quote, Whenever I go, whatever I do, I wonder where I am in my relationship to you. Wherever you go, wherever you are, I watch, I watch your life play out in pictures from afar. I think this is possibly my first time listening to the song. Awkward face emoji. Mm -hmm. But I do like the lyrics. Hey, I've been there. I've... I was shocked because it's a fan favorite like Walt Grace, mm -hmm. like Edge of Desire. I I've always viewed the song that way. Uh -huh. So the amount of people who are like, oh, I didn't know about this song on Instagram yeah. blew my mind. Um, no judgment. I was just surprised. These lyrics feel honest and convey how hard it is to move on after a relationship is over. You only know about that person's life through, quote, pictures from afar, quote, end quote. Now, it reminds me of a song, Split Screen Sadness, when he says he checks the weather where mm -hmm. she is because it might be his only right. And see, this is why I need these Anna comments. Yeah. What a beautiful way to tile that out altogether. Yeah. She is so right. And we do now very much watch people's lives from pictures from afar. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what social media is. It's yeah. literally just watching the highlight reel of someone's life from afar. Yeah. What do you think about what Anna said? Anna's your friend, right? That's yeah. What she listens? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. It was interesting is uh, if you watch uh, YouTube, zillion videos of this on YouTube, he's doing a lot of medleys, or he was for doing a lot of medleys with this and something's missing. Mm -hmm. And I just thought like that, he, he, him, he's all, also aware of that sort of juxtaposition yeah. of themes in his song. Because a lot of the songs are very universal. Um, and a lot of them do cover the same sort of territory and kind of can kind of fit together. When he listens to his, when you listen to his songs, sometimes do you ever just like want to give him a hug? No. Not like in a oh he's handsome way. Like no. in a oh it's okay. No, it's all right. I I, I I I hate that you feel sad way. Yeah, I think he. I hug more people than you do generally though. Do you think? Yeah, I think I'm. Okay. Not friendlier than you, but. I'm pretty affectionate, no, dude. you just hug girls. I'm saying I'll hug anybody, like, if they look sad. Obviously, you have not seen me with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I have not. <laughs> have you ever you seen... elaborate on that? <laughs> have you ever seen me have a picture with, with any of my guys without us touching? No. Touche. All right, so okay. there you go. We had the same amount. All right. All right, another lengthy comment, but a great one from Yo-Yo Skittles. Did you know her before this, too? Yes. Okay. I'm so surprised by this one. I didn't even know how many people were into this song. It's all right, not my fave. I don't know why, but in my mind, I always mix up this song with the live version of Comfortable from Any Given Thursday, which I can understand. Mm -hmm. um, I love that song, by the way. I think they are similar tonally. I'm sure Lucas Sutter can analyze that for us. So I'll find myself listening to In Your Atmosphere, subconsciously waiting for the last verse of Comfortable, 
uh, parentheses that you are my first love is just dumb luck and parentheses because it is painfully good all caps clapping emojis then it never comes on and i'm like damn it wrong song that isn't a powerful line by the way mm-hmm. it's just never going to be a fave for me because it's just too close to his free fallen cover on this album to not just skip it and to get to the good stuff. And Tom Petty love is something that I learned in infancy. <laughs> Shrugging emoji. Also, I think this song is about Jennifer Aniston and she irritates me. So that doesn't help either. Can you guys fact check that? I hadn't read that part yet. Well, there you go. We, did it, we fact checked it for you. You're, you're good. You can now live the song. <laughs> yeah. No, I can, I can move on from my Jennifer Aniston jealousy. Yes. Do you think that it's uh, similar tonally to Comfortable? Are you familiar with Comfortable? I'm not super familiar with Comfortable. I did listen to it once, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, this is a lovely song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not familiar enough with it to really like dissect it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a big letdown yeah. uh, for Yo-Yo Skittles, and I'm Sorry. sure I'm going to stop listening to the podcast now. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> no, don't stop listening to our podcast. No, of course not. Don't just uh, understand that I haven't listened to all of as this is proving. I haven't listened to the entirety of the John Mayer canon. You know what? One of my favorite songs is that I think's from that same album is "Man on the Side." Don't know it. Oh, um, that's sad. Uh, didn't we talk about this? I no, I don't listen to. If you're gonna in, pay, Inside listen to a out. live album, you need to listen to. Wait, is that what it's from? Inside Wants Out. That's what comfortable. Oh, I, I only know the live version. I, oh, okay. This is in my head. I think it's from this performance. Oh, okay. I digress. Um, so that concludes the listener Instagram feedback. Thank you guys so much for being so Thank engaging. you all. Yeah, that's, that's great. My that was a part. lot of feedback. You yeah. guys are awesome. Thank yeah. you for that. Okay. And uh, time to rate the song. I think I know the answer for this one too. Jill, is this the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs or is this the John who turns the ladies on? It's both. Oh, really? It's a 90% quiet song, 10% ladies, or as we like to call it, you know, quiet song with a cardigan. Right. Which someone, I like literally right before we recorded this site and screenshot it said like, he's wearing a cardigan in this one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I think that may not even be intentional. Mm -hmm. There's just some sort of vibe, whether it's the The bedroom neighborhood, the bedroom neighborhood, the hotel key, or the vulnerability. Um, there's something about it that still makes him very desirable, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's intentional, mm. but I think it happened. But you uh, disagree. You say 100% quiet? I do. I don't think he's thinking about girls or romance or love or mm-hmm. sex or any of that stuff in this song. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. it's just sad. It's it just the sad. sadness. It's the loss. Yeah. It's the trying to recover, um... So for me, it's it's full quiet song for me, mm-hmm. but I love that that she's still able yeah. to get at least a ten percent out of. I mean, out I'm of sure you. he always able to get some percent out right. of us, but I think that too. Sometimes when you have like you're a fan of John Mayer for a long time, and so you've been on a bit of a roller coaster with him, mm-hmm. and then you get a bit of pushback from other people uh-huh. about liking him, or maybe he did something that disappointed you. Wherever you're at on that journey, when you go back to a song like this that's uh-huh. older uh-huh. and like just shows what I believe is his true heart uh-huh. that that maybe is what makes it like 10% turns lady on mm. for me. Cause as we all know, it's the lyrical content at this point right. that it really moves me until so. he cuts his hair again. Oh my God. <laughs> if he would cut his hair again, I can't even, he probably shouldn't. I will go to Montana. Oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, so you just start a GoFundMe though. <laughs> so we know how much short hair makes you love him, but yeah. Jill, how much does in your atmosphere make you love John Mayer? Um, I'm gonna go. Do I use a scale out of one to five on this? You okay. occasionally yeah, do. Yeah, I did a percentage. Scale of one to a million. <laughs> Cross that out. 
you want me to translate it for you, the percentage into the one to five? <laughs> well, I can't do math or geography. I, that's why I said, do you want me to do it for you? My blind spot is everything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Except for lyrics. Uh, it's a 4.5 for me. Oh, okay. Honesty, vulnerability. Talks about freeways I thought I knew. Apparently, I, it could be his hand position on the... Did you give it a 90%? Was that your percentage? Yes. That's the direct, okay. Yes. That's, that's the exact math. <laughs> Tell me you can't do math. Look at you. It was your eye contact that made me think the answer was yes. Well done. Do you have some sort of rating you'd like to share? I know you don't love John. Or you're not in love. I mean, with John. yeah, I, I I do love John. He, he's a great writer. Um, yeah, I I really like this song. It's not like. Uh, it's not like you know, like some songs like Shadow Days and stuff like that that have been more closely tied to "Carry mm-hmm. Me Away," but it's still a really good song. If I, I, this would be above average. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a really good solid. And I song. don't want to say that it's simple, mm-hmm. but I will say that I think it has some simplicity that I also appreciate. I think it is a very simple song. You said, half no the song clever. is I don't think I'm going to L. A. anymore. It really is very <laughs> nothing like printing out the lyrics to just rock your world. Like this right? is what I've been singing the whole time. The same five sentences. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that brings us to discussion questions. All right. So you've kind of hinted at this, but mm-hmm. my, what I wanted to talk about is, so I have had, in my lifetime, mm-hmm. three, four, four catastrophic breakups mm-hmm. that I was, like, really devastated after. Mm-hmm. Three of them were all the same person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um what and so, supposed to do with that? <laughs> so, like, I've had this experience a couple times. You and I are pretty good friends. Very good friends. I was trying to think of, like, how many catastrophic breakups have you had where you've had a really hard time, like, where you would just say, I'm not going to L.A. anymore because of this person. And I could come up with maybe two. Mm. Well, first of all, as a California native, I think it would be ludicrous to say you're not going to L.A. Right. anymore. You always end up there eventually. But I understand the question. There's three. Okay. And I was actually prepared to share. This is kind of in line with my question, which Uh is like, what places have you felt this way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I dated a professional athlete, Mm -hmm. which was, I don't want to like stereotype, but a mistake. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a lot of trouble when we broke up. So I got cheated on. That was one of them. That was. Yeah. No, we all, if we know me, we know about that one. And I probably never should have been dating him anyway. But this is, I referenced in our last one or two podcasts, like I worked in minor league baseball. Yeah. And you're one of very few girls. And mm-hmm. so it's like this weird, you're cooler than you really are if you're like out of nightclub. Like right. My stock was very high. So somehow I snagged, if you will, mm-hmm. this guy. I was so happy. Right. I had a rule about not dating the athletes at my work because uh-huh. that's just a recipe for disaster. But he was from um, Orange County mm-hmm. and he'd gone to school out here. It didn't really feel like I knew him because of that. And I'd seen him in the off season a couple times, whatever. I'm this going on and on. <laughs> we went on our first date to, oh, I can't remember the name, but it's a, a bar. Um, on Main Street in Huntington Beach, oh, okay. and it's on the second story. If someone's from California, they know. Like, okay. I, I, I would. I was like, I don't know Orange County at all. That's, no, that's... well, and I do because I'm not. I was born in Orange County, mm-hmm. and my family's from Orange County. Right. I never lived there, but it's like I did. So we went there. I went to the bathroom when I came out. He had like a rose, and not the type oh, of guy who's gonna try man. hard. No, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's from the table next to him. They uh-huh. saw we're on a date. Okay. Like, here, while she's in the bathroom, take this rose. Hee <laughs> hee. We watch you guys all night. Whatever. The music's magical. Mm-hmm. We're having the best time. Wow. My outfit, hair, and makeup all came together. Nice. It's very rare. You have one or the other. You don't right. get all three. And then we went down to the beach because you were like literally steps away. Mm-hmm. And he's kicked water from the ocean and like hit me. And mm-hmm. when he went to run away, he fell in the ocean. Oh my gosh. It was like we were on like some sort of 
teen movie special. Like yeah. the most magical date ever. I still go to Huntington Beach all the time because mm-hmm. it's my favorite beach. But I will say there was a while where I was like, oh, hard pass, especially yeah. at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been back to that bar because the breakup was so damaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just... It's just like I say, like sometimes I don't even know if it's worth the risk, which I know mm-hmm. is pessimistic. But when you remember like how terrible you feel and for how long. Yeah. So Huntington Beach wow. is my LA. LA. Although I go there proudly now, day or night, no problem at all. And I'm actually friends with that person on Facebook. But I feel confident he doesn't listen to this podcast, yeah. <laughs> which is why I share this story. And I've seen him since and I was able to move forward in a positive way. Mm-hmm. But if I think about it long enough or if I hear these very three specific songs, from that time frame, right. I could cry like if yeah. I wanted to. What's your LA? What's one of your LAs? So I don't think I have them anymore. Good. I no, really no think one that should. I healed through yeah. all of that. Although something came up today, I had a memory that came up today listening to the song that I hadn't thought about in forever, and it was like immediately like painful. I was like, ooh, mm. there's still stuff I haven't, some stuff I haven't totally healed Time from. Time heals all wounds, but like if you punch a wound, yeah. it's still gonna hurt more than if you punch an area that doesn't have one. Right. Yeah. So uh, downtown Riverside was a big mm. one for me. Yeah. But enough time has passed and like I've gone there enough now and I played down there and stuff like that that um, and I had some really great memories there that it's kind of I've taken it back mm-hmm. you know I've I've reclaimed that and I think that's true of pretty much everything in my life any of those places I have uh, reclaimed mm-hmm. same thing with songs mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. same thing you were saying like there were some songs that like I listened to really heavily to help me get through certain times and for a while I couldn't listen to them um, but I think I have reclaimed them all. Like, I don't want to listen to like 20 of them in a row. Yeah. Right? Because that like, may be a bit, a bit much. If they're on at the grocery store, you'll make it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to absolutely fall apart like one time when the stupid Gavin DeGraw song came. Not stupid song. I absolutely love the song. How I dare adore you? This. I love I, Gavin DeGraw. I adore the song. But it, uh, it's I'm Not Over You mm-hmm. came on at the gym, mm-hmm. right? When I'm in the middle of this breakup and I'm crying mm-hmm. at the gym. That's like, awkward. Yeah. That was not a, not a good look. But <laughs> I, I, crying. I do adore that song and I do adore Gavin McGraw. So I have a second question. Yeah. Um, so this song, part of it doesn't match up to me. Okay. Because it's like, I'm not going to go to Los Angeles anymore. I miss you. You're not there to give me directions. I'm mm-hmm. sleepwalking. I'm going to be upset if I see you. I'm be upset. But then it's like, I'm going to steer clear. I'm going to burn up in your atmosphere. Seems mm-hmm. like so violent. Mm-hmm. Like, your existence makes me want to implode. Mm-hmm. Does not match up with the rest of the song. Or is right. he saying like, being around you is so painful. It's like burning in your atmosphere. Yeah. I work my way through it myself right now. Yeah, you okay. just, I just can't, <laughs> can't be near you, right? Just try and tr- think of like something entering from space and trying to get to us, right? Mm-hmm. Has to go through that atmosphere. And that's why they say we don't really have to worry about too much about meteor strikes because most of the meteors burn, burn up in the atmosphere. So imagine if someone wrote those somebody. lyrics about you. Yeah. Like, I can't be around you because mm-hmm. I will burn up in your atmosphere. Yeah. How would you feel? Well, didn't we talk? I think we talked about on one of the podcasts, like, my ex-girlfriend after we broke up, like, left the continent. Yeah, that one was bad. <laughs> so, I like... She's not going to come to California anymore either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, I get that idea of, like, you know, I, I, I just cannot absolutely be around you yeah especially because you know if if you're somebody who has a high degree of recidivism you know like if you're the person who's like oh i'm not going to talk to you anymore i'm not going to talk to you anymore uh and then you make the text or you make the call or whatever sometimes you just have to like totally cut them out that is me the level of not self-restraint i have right but i've told you this before that's me when i'm talking to someone i like Mm -hmm. like i don't play the game Mm -hmm. if i want to talk well 
occasionally I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask your advice. Although I encourage like, you not to. Play yes, you, which is, yeah, you're not helping because then I'll just like text someone all the time. Right. And I don't text once because that's just my style. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Lucas, send. What are you doing today? Send. I'm doing this. Send. So mm-hmm. then like also just my style is very aggressive. Right. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Do you have I'm like other... me, who writes like real long real paragraph long, real texts. Real long, yeah. yeah. Do you have any other discussion questions? Um, no, that, that was it. I just wanted Great. to get through. Oh, so obviously, I know the other one. We can Who's talk about third? it off air. Okay. All <laughs> I'm right. not going to say their name. <laughs> no, but I figured you could describe it in a way that I would know what it is. Like, you didn't say the, the well, other cat's The other cat's two name. people who are in their atmosphere listen, potentially. So oh, okay. I don't want to well, get Well, I think that. one of them's obvious, right? Obviously, yeah, so, yeah. Anyways, okay. Moving on. Next week, we are going to be featuring My Stupid Mouth. Yes. With my best friend, Amy, who yes. we call Mamers. Three people on the podcast for the price of one. Our first special guest. I was hoping to be John, but I'll settle for Mamers. Our first three-way pod. I'm so excited. <laughs> I already emailed her a little sheet so uh-huh. she could be oh, prepared. Nice. Yeah. Because it's I'm, summertime and she's a woman of leisure now. She is. She's a teacher. Well, she's doing summer school, oh. but I don't know if it'll have started yet because yeah. she's she split it with another teacher, but mm-hmm. now I'm giving all sorts of her business on here <laughs> for no reason. Uh, so I'm really, really excited about that. I know you guys are going to love her. She also was the person who was with me the night I met John Mayer, but I've told her we're not discussing that. And she did ask to come back for the episode where we do, which I said yes, but I'm afraid now because she's going to give like the hard cold truth about how dorky I acted. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna pad it a little, but uh-huh. now you guys are getting the real story. So we'll see you guys next week. Please go to Instagram to share your thoughts on the song and I hope you have a great week. Thank you all. I love you. Take a right.